Hey there, you're listening to The Simple Home, a podcast for the modern mom looking for a slower pace, a life with less stuff, less to do, and more time for what really matters. Living simply is more than just getting rid of clutter. It's about letting go of expectations to create a life of intention. Motherhood is the ultimate Groundhog Day experience, where much of every day is spent on the logistical stuff necessary to keep everyone alive so you can wake up and do it again the next day. You don't need just one more thing. You need easier ways to manage the constant cleaning and feeding, the overwhelming clutter, the never-ending to-do list. I wish I could hire you a personal chef, a nanny, a housekeeper, and a personal finance guru, but I can't. What I can do is support you in your journey of letting go of all expectations and taking life at a slower pace. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast today. Hey there, welcome to episode 13 of the Simple Home Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna, and today I want to talk about cleaning. This is something that comes up so often when I'm talking to other moms because it happens every single day, and so it's really hard to keep up with and find something that works. I'm constantly asked, how do you keep your house so clean? And first, I just want you to know that my house is not always clean. In fact, I wouldn't even say it's clean most of the time. However, I do try to keep it presentable, meaning if someone just popped in, I wouldn't be embarrassed about the cleanliness of my house. I also want you to know that clean to me might not be the same as it is to you. Things don't have to be perfectly sparkly for me to feel like I have a clean house. I just like things to be tidy. No matter what your definition of clean is, I think you'll find it to be easier to keep your house clean than you thought. So before we dive into how to clean your house, let's talk a little bit about the stuff. The easiest way to have a clean house is to have less stuff. It's truly impossible to clean around a lot of clutter, plus it's overwhelming before you even start. If you're feeling like cleaning is hard because of all the clutter you have in your home, you may want to first get rid of some of that excess stuff. I guarantee this will have more of an impact than you think. So start with just one room, one easy room. This could be your family room or a guest room. The family room is a great place to start because it's probably used frequently and you'll reap the benefits right away. Plus, everyone in the house will notice the difference and they may start to declutter their own spaces too. So if you'd like help with the decluttering process, go back and listen to episode four of the Simple Home Podcast, or you can visit the show notes at athomewithkids.com forward slash episode 13, and we can set up a quick consultation to get you going. Even if you know you need to spend some time getting rid of things, I do want you to keep listening to this episode because you'll find value in the rest of this podcast too. Now, as we start thinking about cleaning your house, remember that there's so many different methods out there for keeping your house clean. You could um, clean on just one day a week. You can clean throughout the week. There's just so many different ways to do it. The method I'm going to walk you through is what works for me in the long term. I've tried cleaning schedules and I just can't seem to stick to them. And then once I don't, I feel like I've failed and then I lose momentum. But you can Google cleaning schedules and you will come up with tons of different ones that are put out there and see what works for you if this doesn't resonate with you. The first thing you have to come to terms with is that cleaning is constant. 
some things more than others, but you will have to clean consistently no matter how good of a job you do the first time. The other thing I want you to drill into your brain is that each task really takes less time and effort than you think. The hardest part of completing most tasks is just getting started. You've got it in your mind of how long it's going to take and you don't have that much time, so you just don't start. So now that you've convinced yourself that it won't take as much time as you thought and you'll know you have to be consistent, let's get into the method that I use. What you need to do is decide how often you want to do each cleaning task in your house. For example, I have to wipe down counters in my house about three times per day in this season of my life. I don't expect that to be forever, but because I have little kids, I often need to wipe down counters. I also need to sweep the floor every time we eat. I would like to just get a puppy dog or something to come in and clean up the floor for me, but we don't have that, and so I do have to sweep up crumbs quite often. I like to wipe down the bathroom a couple times per week and vacuum a couple times per week. I also do the laundry every day, and I make sure the dishes are clean every day. Every once in a while, I feel like the house might need a deeper clean, so I'll wake up early, put on a podcast, and give myself about one hour and go after it. But for the most part, I keep it to just daily tasks that get done each day, and that keeps my house clean for me. Once you know what and how often you want to clean certain things, you're ready to decide on a system that works for you. The trick is to make it part of your day or week so it gets done with little thought and effort. So our brains only have a certain amount of energy they can expend each day, a certain amount of calories that we give to decision making. And so if you can just make these cleaning tasks part of your day and your week without much thought, it's going to be so much easier to get it done. It'll be like a habit rather than a chore that you have to do. So what I like to do is I like to set up anchors in my day or my week and match each task that I have to do with something I'm already doing on a regular basis, the anchor. So for example, here's what some of mine looks like. Um, When I wake up in the morning, I put a load of clothes in the washer. I do this every single time. It's an anchor for me. When I wake up, I put the clothes in the washer. It's a habit and I do it without even thinking about it now because I've done this for so long. Before we leave the house in the morning, I throw the clothes in the dryer. The clothes get cleaned and dried without my brain burning any calories because it's just part of my day. Another anchor for me is when my kids are taking a bath. Every time they take a bath, I let them play for about 10 minutes. I set the timer and that way I know that it'll get done in the 10 minutes and I wipe down the floor, counters, cabinets, sink, toilet, and mirror. Then they get their bath, and as soon as I get them out, I wipe down the basin of the tub. Because they take a bath a few times a week, this gets done a few times a week, and it only takes me the 10 minutes, and my bathroom stays clean. Now, I will say that these tasks of cleaning the bathroom could take much, much longer, but because I set a timer, then, and I only give myself the 10 minutes, then it only takes the 10 minutes. So just remember that your work will fill up the amount of time that you give it. So if you shorten it, you'll get it done in that amount of time. Now, another anchor is that every time we eat, me and the kids wipe the counter, put the dishes in the dishwasher and sleep the floor. It's part of eating. And really, if everyone's eating, then everyone has stuff to pick up. So get your kids and your family involved in this part of your day 
because if they learn to help early on, then they'll continue to help as they get big because it will become an anchor for them as well. Now, of course, I end up rewiping the counters and re-sweeping because they're not that good at it, but I know that it'll pay off and they'll be good at it sooner rather than later because I started them early. I also have some anchors for my kids. I have a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, and a three-year-old, and they all do these tasks just at different ability levels. So when they wake up, they make their bed and then brush their teeth. Before they even come out of their room, their beds get made, and then they go straight to the bathroom and brush their teeth. It's a habit, so it gets done with little thought. I don't hound them if their beds aren't made perfectly. Every once in a while, I ask for help with my bed or help them with theirs so I can model it for them, but I don't expect every task to be done perfectly. Really, I just want them doing it. I want them practicing, and I want them to know that these are just things that we do in life to keep our house looking nice. They're just part of our regular day. At the end of the night, after they brush their teeth, one kid wipes down the counter in the bathroom, one wipes the counter in the kitchen, and one wipes the floor in the kitchen. During this time, my husband and I put the dinner and dishes away and start the dishwasher. This way, everybody has a quick job. It takes us just a couple minutes, and we're all working together to kind of reset our house a little bit. Another anchor for us is in the morning when we're getting breakfast ready. My kids unload the dishwasher for me. Now, I set a towel on the counter, and about half of the dishes they can't put away themselves because they either can't reach it or they don't remember where it goes. Um, but they put what they can away and they put the rest on that towel for me. And then I put those dishes away once they start eating their breakfast. As I'm saying this, it sounds like an awful lot because I'm listing all these different things that we're doing. But the truth is it just becomes part of the rhythms of your day. We spend this time together, we get done what we need to get done, and then we just move on. And it truly only takes a couple minutes at a time. It doesn't feel like chores or an extra task. We just do it because it needs to be done. Without letting these tasks get too big in our minds, we are able to do them much, much quicker. Now, here's a couple tips. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, this will never work for me, it sounds like you're cleaning all day long. Or maybe you go to work and have a much different schedule than I do. Um, you kind of have to get in a rhythm for yourself. So like I said at the beginning, when I said that you need to first figure out what and how often you need to be cleaning, you kind of need to make yourself a list. Now, I only have one bathroom in our house. We live in a very small house. And so that might be much easier when the kids are taking a bath. I can clean that one bathroom. But you may have multiple bathrooms in your house. Um, same with vacuuming. Vacuuming doesn't take very long in a smaller home. It may take you a little bit longer, but that's okay. It doesn't have to take forever and it doesn't have to weigh on you and feel like such a big chore. So make yourself that list of the things that you truly do need to get done. And what I like to do is make a list for what I like to do every single day, like wipe counters, dishes, and laundry. Um, what I like to do every single week and then what doesn't need to be done quite as often. Uh, so make yourselves those lists and look at what tasks you put on there. If you like the house to be spotless, you likely are adding a ton of things to this list and that's okay, but maybe there's one or two things you can move to the not so often category rather than having to do it every day or every week. So really look at that, determine how much time you truly want to devote to cleaning, um, determine what your season of life is right now and how busy you are. 
and then clean according to that because just because you don't have a perfectly clean house right now doesn't mean you won't ever have a clean house. So give yourself some leeway if you've got little kids or a really packed schedule or you're working lots of hours in the week. Give yourself some grace and allow yourself to do a little bit less. Um, The other tip I have is if you are in that situation and it would help to have somebody come in and clean once a week or once a month just to give you um, some footing a little bit, then do it. Don't feel bad about that if that is something that you can put into your budget. Um, If you need help with laundry or different things, you can always ask for that help and don't feel like you can't or that you're not supposed to um, and that you want to take care of everything on your own because it can be that maybe for this year or a few years or whatever it is, whatever stage in life, you might just need a little bit of help and that's okay too. So here's um, just a few things that I do to keep me from cleaning all day long. And I'm going to be really honest. I don't feel like I ever really clean. I just do these few things throughout the day. um, And so it doesn't feel like too much. But you may, you know, again, you might come to my house and think, oh man, this isn't as clean as I want my house. And you have some different standards and that's okay. But here's what works for me. First of all, I set a timer. When me and my kids do any kinds of little resets throughout the day, or I'm cleaning the bathroom or vacuuming or anything, I set a timer. And if the timer goes off, I stop. I don't keep cleaning or doing whatever. I just realize next time I've got to be a little bit faster. And it's going to happen another time in a couple days, so I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to let it go. So I set the timer because the amount of time that you give yourself will be the amount of time that you use. And you've got to get your kids involved. I don't even call them chores in our house. It's just what we do. I don't want them to dread the maintenance parts of life. I want them to think that they are able to do these things that need to be done. I don't want them to feel like, oh man, this is just another job. You may not agree with me that kids should help out and that's completely fine. It's total, it's your family and you get to do what you want. But I want to offer to you that you will get to spend more time with your kids if you all work together than if you make these parts of life separate from everyone else. It took me a long time to realize this. I thought I had to be doing something extravagant with my kids in order for it to be considered quality time. But the time you spend with your kids is about the connection, not really the activity itself. You can engage with them and help them develop these life skills at the same time. Give your kids some grace also. In order for this to work, you have to allow your kids to be less than perfect. Encourage them and model for them so they can learn how to do things the way you want. But it takes a lot of time and patience, but it will pay off huge in the long run. So if you get them involved earlier, then the better it will be. Another tip I have for you is to do a reset of your house at least twice per day. Um, It could be once in the middle of the day and then once at the end of the day. I often do one right when my kids get home from school or after rest time, and this is when we fold and put the laundry away, and then we quickly just run through the house and put stray items back in their spots, and I touch up any little spots that I see a mess was made throughout the day, and for these little resets, we set the timer for 10 to 15 minutes, and we stop when the timer goes off. No excuses. 
Um, and then I also do one little reset right after the kids are in bed where I just run through the house really quick. I put stuff by their doors if they need to put things away in the morning and I quickly clean up the kitchen from dinner and all those sorts of things if there's things left. And again, it's, it's maybe 10 minutes. What I want to offer you in this episode is that cleaning doesn't have to be as hard as we make it and that the expectation doesn't have to be a perfect home. So think about what your comfort level is. Don't think about other people when you're thinking about your home. Think about your comfort level and how you can maintain your home in a way that suits you and your family. I do want to go back to the clutter really quick because if there are things around your house that don't have a spot, your home is never going to feel clean to you. It may actually be clean, but it's not going to feel clean if there's, you know, coats sitting on the chair and there's all kinds of toys out because your kids don't know where to put them back and there's just miscellaneous items on your counters. All of these things really need to have a place. Um, And I am not perfect at this. In fact, I'm far from perfect at this. The less stuff we have, the better I get, but I'm I'm kind of a messy person and I think my husband would agree. He is so good at putting stuff back right where it goes every single time. I'm not as good at this. So I kind of have to have less stuff in order to have a nice tidy house. So look around your house and if there's stuff out and you don't know where to put it, spend some time really thinking about first, do I really need these items? And secondly, if I do really need them, where would be the best place to put them? And somewhere that you can stick to, a system that you can actually stick to and put things back. Once you have that down, your house is just going to feel cleaner all the time. And it'll be easier to dust and to wipe counters down and that sort of thing because you won't be moving things around. A lot of times cleaning feels overwhelming because we first have to put everything back that's out of place. If that's already taken care of, the cleaning is just part of your day and it goes really, really quickly. So I truly hope you found this episode to be valuable today. Managing a home can be incredibly stressful as a parent. You have to remember what current season you are in and give yourself some love. Don't don't let it be too hard and too impossible to reach. And if it seems too hard right now, it's okay to hire out some help if you need it. This can be as simple as finding a young neighbor who's looking for a few extra bucks each week. You can ask that child to come over and fold your laundry in the afternoon or wipe down counters and floors or mow the lawn. It doesn't have to be hundreds of dollars spent. It can just be a few bucks every week and you're helping out a neighbor kid and they are helping you out. So think about how you can get some help if you're really struggling to find the time to put these things in place. And it's okay to delegate. So delegate things to your kids or to your husband or your spouse or whatever you need to do. There are things that you can delegate that don't have to be done by you. And remember, your kids actually really love to help when they're young. So teaching them to do these things when they're young, is going to be much easier than trying to make them do it when they're teenagers and don't really want to. So anytime your kid asks if they can help, say yes and give them a job. It won't get done perfectly, but it will teach them that they're expected to help in the house as well. Okay, so as your kids grow, give them more and more tasks and give yourself more time to do other things. Let them help out and spend that time together talking about school or whatever it might be. Enjoy that time with your kids as you 
clean up the house a little bit. So that's it for today's episode. I truly hope that it was helpful and I would love to hear your thoughts in the comments. Go to athomewithkids.com forward slash episode 13. Let me know if you've tried any of these things or if a cleaning schedule has worked for you. I'm My ears are always open to simpler ways to do things. So if you have some tips for me, I would love to hear them. You just listened to an episode of The Simple Home. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I feel truly honored to be a small part of your life. Please take a moment to give a rating and write a quick review on iTunes. That will help this podcast reach more people, and I appreciate the feedback. We meet here every week, so hit subscribe so you know when the newest episode goes live. And for more practical tips on simplifying motherhood, visit athomewithkids.com. I can't wait to talk to you next time.